We are I. Good morning, everybody. It is Sunday, Sunday, all day. Now, I know a lot of people haven't been following um, this Texas court case that's happening, and it represents 30 doctors, scientists, researchers from places like Harvard and Yale, and you know, just some of these really prestigious institutions that um, are in the United States. And this group is a part of the uh, the lawsuit against the FDA in the states for releasing these um, COVID-19 uh, vaccination, uh, like, I guess, like data, research points, transcripts, and all that kind of stuff. Like, they're, they've been the ones who are pioneering and forefronting, trying to get these 420,000-ish pages released from the FDA. And these are the pages, and this is the report that the FDA specifically tried to block for 65 years, um, thinking that it was in the public's best interest that they don't have access to this information for 65 years. And then a judge said that that is unreasonable and that the FDA had to release this. And they said that they could reasonably put out, um, I, I think it was 500 pages a month. And just doing the calculation is buys them that that 65 70 years that they were looking for although it'd be a slow trickle of information um they saying that that's all they had the manpower to be able to do um because they have to vet all these pages and you know they obviously have to to blank a few things out as they go along the way and redact what they need but um it was back in court and a federal judge I'm going to read this because I think this is just it was a huge win. When I read this, it actually made me giddy. A huge smile on my face. I just felt fantastic because I've been saying to a lot of people the last month or two, like the tide is really turning with what people are willing to put up with in regards to COVID-19 and these lockdowns, the vaccine mand mandates, vaccine passports and all that kind of stuff. But uh, just bear with me. This is uh, Reuters.com. And obviously we know that they personally have an extreme bias because the chairman of the board of uh, routers is on the on the board of Pfizer too. So um, it's great that this was here. It's worded a little bit in Pfizer's favor, um, especially from the judge. But if you read between the lines, you know exactly what he's getting at. So January 7th, score one for transparency. A federal judge in Texas on Thursday ordered the Food and Drug Administration to make public the data it relied on to license Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, imposing a dramatically accelerated schedule that should result in the release of all information within about eight months. That's roughly 75 years and four months faster than the FDA said it could take to complete a Freedom of Information Act request by a group of doctors and scientists seeking an estimated 450,000 pages of material about the vaccine. The court concluded that the FOIA request is of paramount public importance, wrote U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman in Fort Worth, Texas, who was appointed to the bench by former President Donald Trump in 2019. The FDA didn't dispute it had 
an obligation to make the information public, but argued that its short-staffed FOIA office only had the bandwidth to release about 500 pages a month. While Pittman recognized the unduly burdensome challenges that this FOIA request may present to the FDA in his four-page order, he resoundingly rejected the agency's suggested schedule. Rather than producing 500 pages a month, the FDA's proposed timeline, he ordered the agency to turn over 55,000 pages a month. That means all the Pfizer vaccine data should be publicly uh, made public by the end of the summer rather than the year 2097. Just think about that for a second, that it goes from 500 pages a month, so what they think is reasonable, to 55,000 pages a month. And the FDA was requesting a full release by the year 2097. Doesn't that sound a little fishy to you? Let's read on. Even if the FDA may not see it this way, I think Pittman did the agency and the country a big favor by expanding the document production. I've been chronicling this fight since November and have heard from the readers who have said they felt something was suspicious, even nefarious, in the FDA's proposed slow-mo timeline. Making the information public as soon as possible may help assuage the concerns of vaccine skeptics and convince them that the product is safe. Or, if we read between the lines of why these doctors are doing this in the first place, it's going to go the opposite way. And may think that that's the reason why that the FDA wanted to have until 2097 to release this document package anyway. Pittman and his order nodded to this as well, including a quote from the late Senator John McCain, who said that excessive administration secrecy feeds conspiracy theories and reduces the public confidence in the government, which is absolutely true. Still, the FDA is likely to be hard-pressed to process 55,000 pages a month. The office that reviews FOIA requests has just 10 employees, according to a declaration filed with the court by Susan Burke, who heads the FDA's Division of Disclosure and Oversight Management. Burke said it takes eight minutes a page for a worker to perform a carefully line-by-line, word-by-word review of all responsive records uh, before producing them in response to an FOIA request. At that rate, 10 employees would have to work nonstop 24 hours a day, seven days a week to produce 55,000 pages a month and still would fall a bit short. But as lawyers for the plaintiffs, public health and medical professionals for transparency pointed out in court papers, the FDA as of 2020 had 18,062 employees. Surely some can be dispatched to pitch in at the FOIA office. Aaron Siri of Siri and Glimstead, who represents the plaintiffs, in the email said the decision came down on the side of transparency and accountability. His clients, a group that includes more than 200 doctors, scientists, professors, and public health professionals, including some who have publicly questioned the efficacy of lockdown policies, mask mandates, and the vaccine itself, have pledged to publish all the information they receive from the FDA on their website. 
The Justice Department, which represents the FDA in litigation, did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Thursday evening. Pfizer, not a party to the suit, also did not immediately respond to the request for comment. Pittman in his order made it clear that the FOI request, even if burdensome, has to be a priority to the FDA. Quoting from remarks made during the hearing before him on December 14th, he wrote that there may be a more there may not be a more important issue to the Food and Drug Administration than the pandemic. The Pfizer vaccine, getting every American vaccinated and assuring the public that the vaccine was not rushed on behalf of the United States. So when we read between the lines, it's like it really can go both ways. And this is my point behind it, that this judge clearly is stating that he's not anti-vax, clearly has nothing to do with who appointed him to office. Because they like to mention that Donald Trump uh, put him on the bench just to be inflammatory in the article. But as you go on to be able to read at the end, he's not stating that he is anti-vax. He's not saying that he doesn't buy into all of these mandates. He's actually saying the opposite, that, you know, let's prove it. If it exists, if this is true, let's prove it so the rest of the American public will get vaccinated. But again, I read between the lines. I read between the lines in a statement like that is saying that, There's 200 doctors. I'm sorry at the beginning of this, I said 30. There's 200 doctors and scientists and professionals that have formed this coalition that's taken the FDA to court to be able to get these documents. The question here is, in my mind, is why aren't doctors, why aren't researchers, why are they not privy to this information so they can do their own independent analysis of this information so that they have the best information presented to them, especially in a time like this? In every day, no, doctors and professionals and researchers do not have the time to be able to comb through 42 or 420,000 pages of a document. But when you're talking something as big as this, Why would you not want these groups of people having access to this information? I could see maybe the general public because of trade secrets and, you know, researchers and doctors and they're going to be signing NDAs and all this kind of stuff and have legal obligations not to disclose the information. I could see maybe having that Chinese wall there and, you know, everyday citizens like you and I having to go to court to be able to do this. But why would you not want these people who are trying to encourage people like you and me to have all the information that they need unless if there's something nefarious, which we've seen because of the FDA's proposed timeline and how they specifically requested the beginning not to disclose any documents, any documents for 65 years, never mind the 500 pages a month that would take until 2097 to produce them all. So this is a time where we can make a a choice. We can start to make a stand. We can say there is enough information out there now to understand that there's something nefarious going on. And if you can't see that now, I don't know what will ever help you see that.
So it's just a little bit of information for you to be able to have in your back pocket when you are thinking about the choices that you're going to make when you're voting, when you're talking to people, when you are posting something online, when you're thinking about getting your second, third, or fourth shot for this, when you're thinking about taking the pills, when you're thinking about wearing your mask. When you're thinking about crippling businesses and industry supporting these mandates that, you know, shut certain sectors of our economy down. These things that are causing massive inflammation or um, massive inflation that's crippling our economy here in Canada. So again, this is all just some food for thought. You know it now. You can't not know it. You can't unhear what you just heard. And like I said, you can Google it. You can go to Reuters.com. You can just simply Google Texas Judge FDA Pfizer and it'll pop up. You can read it for yourself. You can go read the four-page document that the judge released outlining all of these things to see like that this is where we are at. So the time for all of us, for critical thinking, This is the time. This is the time for you to understand that there's a line. And we need to know exactly where we all stand when it comes to that line. Because we're headed into some dangerous times, especially here in Canada. We have the federal health minister saying that they're going to start trying to mandate vaccines that clearly don't work. And because of Omicron, we clearly don't need them. And we don't even have all of the information to be able to make an informed decision because the people who have the information are trying to make it so that in 80 years from now, we are going to get it all. How disturbing is that? So my question of the day for everybody here is, do you want to continue living in a world where your eyes are wide shut or not?